cliffcentral.com future ceos on cliffcentral.com Hello, hello, hello everybody. My name is Subin Boya Arnold and you are listening to Future CEOs. I don't know about the rest of everybody, but I am just having a fantastic week. I've been inspired. I've been motivated. There really is good people out there doing great things. And no matter how big or small you are in your entrepreneurial career, you too can make that difference. So let me just remind you what the show is all about. It's for those high potential executives or ambitious entrepreneurs who really want the tools, the skills, the mentorship and just the the va va voom to fast track their careers. Gareth Armstrong, I miss you so much. He isn't with me this week, but I hope you'll still enjoy the show. Please listen to us every single Thursday right here on Tiff Central. So this topic, it's going to be a nice woman's conversation, my ultimate favorite. And we'll be talking about finding your career path can be difficult. You know, we all set these big goals for ourselves. We all have these big dreams, but sometimes unlocking that potential, we need a little bit of help. We need a bit of direction. We need a bit of assistance. And sometimes we do need a lot of encouragement. So without further ado, in studio with me is the CEO of You Can Do, I love that name, <laughs> and founder, Marlies Dalanga. Welcome to the show. Oh, Libby, thank you very much. It was really fantastic to be here. And thanks uh, for the opportunity. Was it a good intro? Absolutely. <laughs> fantastic. So tell us about You Can Do. You know, I love the name. Is it an acronym for something? Or just tell us more about it, especially yeah. when you're directing young old entrepreneurs into yes. their own space. Yes. Well, initially when we started with this, um, you know, I, I knew what I wanted to do and what I wanted to achieve. Um, and how we got to the name is we we played around with quite quite a few kind of ideas and eventually nothing really worked. And at the end I thought, maybe maybe the answer should be that you can do something. I love know? that. I love and that. that in essence is what it was all about. You know, for me it was... Um, as, as a typical mother, very, very busy kind of woman, and I think most parents are, I realized that, um, you know, very quickly, um, although we would love to spend all the time with our kids, we simply just don't have the time for it. I know. And, um, I you know, know I, my background is I'm a, I'm a qualified chartered accountant. Yeah. And um, I come from the financial profession, and I used to be um, the financial director of a listed property fund. Yeah. And as such, you very work. Very structured. Very long, structured. Long hours. Correct. <laughs> typical. Correct. Typical. Yeah. So, and, and typically, you know, your life is so busy that you don't get time for anything. I used to work in the evenings uh, late, very, very late, and used to come home equally very late after that time. I literally left the office at 8, 9, 10 in the evenings. When you then come home, you know, your kid's already in bed or on his way to bed, something like that. So it was very difficult to kind of sit down and say, you know, I, I realized that shucks, the kid needs a lot of help, mm-hmm. but mom is just very absent. It's not there. It's not that I don't want to be there, just you're not there. And I then realized that, um, you know, I'm not the only parent that is so busy that we don't get to our kids. And I realized that, um, and how it happened is that, uh, around about June 2015, um, the one day I thought, you know, this doesn't work for me anymore. You know, it's, it's, you work yourself to a standstill and there's just not, the reward is not necessarily there. And you basically everything is kind of staying behind. Kids are staying behind. Family is staying behind. You are basically staying behind. Nothing is really moving with you. And, um, I then decided that, and at that time as well, you know, I got a bit of bad news in terms of, um, you know, the health and all those kind of things, a bit of a health scare. And I thought, you know what? No. Somewhere we need to basically decide, stop it right here and actually do something else. Was the health scare committed and uh, associated with work, the hours, the pressures? I think, you know, personally, it I think it is, is definitely. I mean, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So to me, uh, um, no, absolutely. Um, for me, it was, 
Um, I think a lot's got to do with stress in life. Correct. And how we deal with it. And sometimes we don't. We kind of bottle things up and we don't really. And I think that's the kind of way that it manifests in. Mm. And to me, it was, um, you know, you need to make changes. You need to make, um, uh, you need to take life differently and make different decisions. And I thought, um, you know, no cancer is going to kill me one day. Absolutely no, none of that's going to kill me. Something else will probably kill me, but it's fine. And I thought, well, we need to look at something else. And um, it's then that I realized that I'm not the only mother with this problem. I'm not the only mom, not the only dad. We all kind of have things that we need to do, and we're too busy to help kids. And I thought the only way to basically do this is to say, let's get um, – I wanted to get this portal because when I resigned, I realized that, oops, all of a sudden I'm sitting at home and I, I've got so much time on my hands. I actually don't know what to do with myself. But at the same time, um, I thought, no, there must be something. And then I started applying for my son to go to university. So I got him basically into two universities and then thought, okay, fine. And in the Jan, um, when I got to January, I th- um, he got two little letters after he now matriculated. He got two lit- uh, letters, both of them saying, oops, sorry, we're full. And as a parent, I thought, oh, gosh, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really plan for a gap year. I didn't do this. You I didn't. Uh... And I thought, okay, wait, wait, wait. Um, this is a bit of a problem. And I thought, but it must be easier because when I started going through these things, I mean, I'm a qualified person. And I thought um, – you know, when I, when I started sifting through all the university applications and things like that, I thought it's really difficult to understand and I know where to go and look. So how, how difficult is it for people who don't know where to go and look? So I thought, no, there, there's, there must be an easier way. And I thought, sat down the one day and I, th- I thought, you know, I know Excel, now, I know how to work these things and I can write an algorithm. You have those skills that you so, use from the financial game, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and once again, you know, you, you, you learn these things from early in your life. So, you know, I started as a teller in a bank, mm-hmm. and um, so a lot of people, would, and actually at the inquiries uh, um, counter, that was my very first start, and then went to the teller, and then after that kind of moved on a bit and a bit and a bit. But um, you do get to a point where um, a lot of those skills that you that you gain in life, all of them count for something I know, in life. I, I love that. Uh, you know what, as entrepreneurs sometimes, and I asked you this before we actually came yeah. onto the show, is it DNA that entrepreneurs have? Is it a skill that we pick up? Is it a combination of both? What yeah. do you think? No, I think, um, you know, when, when I normally sit around and look around me, I think to myself, oh, wow, you know, look at those people. They are CEOs and look at this one. It's that and that one is doing that. And when I started this, I thought, um, and, and I'm, I'm very sure there's other people sitting and looking at me thinking, oh, wow, you know, what has she done? But the point to me is my message that I would like to give to people is I am a very normal person. Um, in, in most instances, I remember when I was in school, the, the headmaster one day said, to, oh, mom, we went to a typical kind of choose your career kind of uh, session at school. And um, the, the headmaster, my, my parents said, um, oh, no, you know, she really wants to be a doctor or something like that. And um, so the headmaster's comment was, maybe she should first get through school. So I thought, <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so they never told me that, which was a good thing, because otherwise mm-hmm. kids start doubting themselves. But um, I think it's typically um, just to understand that, you know, anything in life is possible. If the moment you put your mind to it and you decide that you're going to do it, you will do it. So I think my message to people is don't for a minute think you can't. Um, and it, it goes for me to the same thing with cancer. If I put my mind that that will not one day kill me, it will not kill me, period. And um, so for me, it's, it's, life is like that. You need to make decisions and you need to stick to them and, and figure out the way how you're actually going to make it work for you. And one thing about I've learned over two years of being on the show is that entrepreneurs have to have thick skins. Either we're born with it or we learn Absolutely. around the way. Yeah. But what I love about uh, You Can Do is that you talk about um, – 
choices. Correct. Universal choices. That's it. Universal opportunities. Yes. Elaborate on that. So then what I did is when I wrote the algorithm, I realized that um, I want to make things easy for both parents and students. So I don't want them sitting with, you know, hordes of papers and trying to figure out what they're going to study and, and. So I thought, okay, wait, I'd like to provide them with the opportunity to basically go online, give me your marks and uh, your subject. And from that, I'll be able to tell you what is available for you to go and study. Okay. So you don't have to go and try and figure out. We'll calculate your APS for you, which is your admission point score. Okay. We'll calculate that for you. We'll already match it to all the degrees out there and we'll tell you what's available. Okay. And the idea was to say that, um, and typically with, you know, when, when I went through my son with this as well, I realized that not everything is about a university degree. You know, there Amen. are so, Hallelujah. I'm so glad you yeah, said that. So there are so, so many options out there. Yeah. And our problem, I think, is that we don't, we class jobs Absolutely. and we should not be doing that. I Hence mean, classing people. Exactly. We class people, we class jobs and we, we don't stop doing that. And the best part of all of this is, is that, um, what this portal does, and the reason why I'm saying it's universal choices, um, if, you know, a lot of people don't know that when you leave school in grade nine, it's not the end of the world. You can still become a plumber, an artisan. You can become, you can actually be quite great. And I mean, earn far more than what a doctor would earn. So why then um, not see the potential in that? But once again, we class the job and we think, oh, gosh, no, you know, who wants to be this and who wants to be that? Mm. And one of my best examples normally are is to say, um, if you go to, um, let, let's take a pilot. When you look at a pilot, do you for one minute think that, um, uh, when you see a pilot, you think, oh, wow, this is really fantastic. And you must have studied a lot and did this. It's also an artisan. So why why do we look at a pilot different than when we look at a plumber? It's the same uh, conversation we had with the CEO of uh, Life uh, Style Cafe and uh, a yeah. whole chain of uh, shops that creatives... The mm. classification of creatives is so separated from everything. And yes. I think everybody's a creative in their own way. Absolutely. You know? um, but what I really wanted to touch on is the fact that uh, post-school opportunities. Yes. We love internship on Future CEOs. Yes, absolutely. We love, we believe yeah. in job shadowing. Yes. Tell yes. us how you can do promotes that. Correct. So as part of what we do with you can do, you know, I mean, you can go onto our website and you can have a look and, and decide mm. what you want to do and find your options. Mm. But as part of that, we also understand that a lot of kids do not have um, maybe the money to go and find out their results or maybe have access to that kind of thing. And we're trying to approach both, um, you know, corporate CSI investment out there and match that with schools. So we are actually uh, um, asking schools to register with us and tell us about your kids. And, um, you know, in, in that instance, we can have the school on our website and we will go and approach corporates to say, guys, can we maybe match you with a school to help this uh, school to um, get these kids for their results. Mm. And after that, why don't you then use our database to see, uh, is there any of those kids that you could potentially use? You know, either give a bursary to have as an intern or something like that, because there are so many kids out there with really fantastic marks and you now have access to those. So that is what we're trying to say to them is that, um, you know, we do provide the opportunity and the platform for you. Um, talk to us, you know, um, and we would love to try and see if we can bring the two together, both from a corporate perspective as well as um, from a school perspective. Because, you know, I mean, I, and I've sat, sat in so many boardrooms and mm -hmm. I know that every boardroom that is a topic, um, you know, CSI investment need to be done. Um, and everybody is looking at education, um, which is the right thing to look at. And I think, you know, that is the way. And if they do look at that, why not? 
then give those to kids to say, let's find you the correct solution for you. In other words, spend the time, or in fact, you don't spend any time because you've got instant results when you do it. So you get the instant results, but rather then spend the time afterwards to say, all right, when I look at the 100 or 200 options available to me, let's start ticking and saying, I don't want this and I don't want that, but I do want to do this. So you could start rather filtering to see what you really want. And from that, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities then available to CSI. And what we're asking for the companies Mm -hmm. is to say, give us the opportunity for students to go and shadow you. Um, a typical lawyer, you know, people would look at um, a, a suit like a, a show like Suits and think, "Oh, it's fantastic." I want to be like that, exactly. <laughs> but it's not always the case. So it's sometimes a good thing for them to go and see what does a lawyer do in a day, um, and then from that they can make an assessment: Is this really one I, what I want to do, or maybe not? So it's hands-on, practical experience. Yes. We love that. We need yeah. that. So being the CEO and founder, obviously, the roles sometimes interchange, or they can be. Clearly separate. Yeah. Tell us about a bit of being a founder and then the roles of being a CEO. I think, um, you know, the roles of a founder is almost, I think, the, the nice side of it. You know, you kind of, you, 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 you thought that you, you wrote something and sometimes you don't want to give yourself the credit, but actually, you actually, you should do that. But, yeah. um, so that to me is like, um, uh, you know, it's it's the far nicer side of it to say that you're a founder of something. But on the CEO side, there's a lot of work that goes into it. I mean, especially for a startup company, mm-hmm. um, you do everything. Um, you know, you work from the one end to the other spectrum. And there's, you know, I can't tell you that. Um, so it's not distinct to say, oh, you know, a CEO does a great job and only looks at the strategic. Th- I've been involved in absolutely ev- everything. everything from writing the code to actually going through to making sure that, you know, websites are running and fonting and all those kind of things are right. Um, so there's, there's so much work in it. I know you've got a fantastic and devoted team. Tell us a little bit about them. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, all of them very young at heart. Mm. Um, and so, they are really fantastic people in the sense that our social media team really looks after the social media and makes sure. Oh, they sure. did. They really put on Twitter that you're going to be here. like, oh my God, let me get on top of my things. Here. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so they really take care of that side of it for us. Great, so, great. you know, we're on Twitter, we're LinkedIn, we're Facebook, okay. um, Instagram. Um, so all wow. of those are just to make everybody aware of what's going on. Um, they've been doing a fantastic job on that side. And then, you know, my partners in this as well are just fantastic people in the sense that I've got quite a lot of creative people and I creative minds. And um, I think they do um, just a phenomenal job and to make sure that everything is spot on. I mean, you know, there's not a font on the website that's not where it should be. Uh, they check all those kind of things and they really make a huge effort to make sure that we're actually in the correct basis. I believe that I would classify you and future uh, CEOs classify you as a business leader. What does it take to have come this far with you can do? Is it skills, connection or a little bit of both? I think it's, it's, um, it's something of, of both. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, uh, skills are definitely one part of it. Mm. Um, and I think it's very important for every youngster out there to aspire to be something one day. Mm. Um, and what, what I mean by that is not everybody can be doctors. We can't all lead a country. We can't. Um, and I remember my dad very specifically told me this. Um, he said to me, remember, um, not everybody in life can be a leader. Some of us need to go follow. Um, without a follow, there is no leader. That's the other thing we also need to understand. So I think from both sides, to me, it is we need all of it. You know, we need to be able to be a leader on the one end. Um, but on the other end, we also need to almost follow um, and and create those kind of things. Your journey with You Can Do, 
tell us the, the tough parts, the rough parts, you know, being a startup, obviously yeah. um, there were times where you thought, can I do this? Should I be doing this? <laughs> but obviously you had a bigger vision, Absolutely. you know, it was about, you know, unlocking the potential yes. of people who've yeah. got that entrepreneurial spirit and yeah. want to give back yes. to the GDP and Africa. Yeah. Absolutely. Give us some of low times so, and what you learn from them. I love these kind of stories. Absolutely. So, I mean, <laughs> you look like a tough girl. You can, <laughs> you, you've been through a lot. I can see. No, absolutely. I survived and thrived. Absolutely. Yeah? I think, you know, what we do is um, a lot of these things, um, there's many days that you look at this and you think, oh, gosh, is this really the right thing to do? Is it, um, it going to go anywhere? That kind of thing. So you really do doubt. I think a lot of people think, no, you know, we just get up in the morning and everything is fine and life goes on. There's a lot of doubt that goes into these things. You, you sit and wonder, does it work? Don't it work? Um, so those kind of things. Um, and But at some point, I think your mindset needs to be right for these things. You need to make a decision. As I said, whatever you put in your mind, that's going to happen. So um, you need to make a decision, a conscious decision, that I'm not going to give up any time. Um, and you need to follow your heart and actually really push until things happen for you. So for me, it is part education, but it's also part who you know, use your kind of skills, mm-hmm. use your um, connections that you've got around you. So, yes, it was by no means easy. I mean, um, from development side where that didn't work out for me initially and then I had to get new people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so all those kind of things, you know, so it's not an easy thing where you think, all right, timeline-wise, this is going to happen on that. It doesn't always work out the way you think it's going to work out, but you need to find the ways to work around it. So, yes, if there's a hiccup, you need to find a way to work around that hiccup. Um, and I think... You want to give us a specific, something that happened within... Yeah, I mean, Typically development um, You know I had a specific deadline of saying We are going to go live on a certain date Which didn't happen And I mean then you think oh gosh you know what are people going to think This that and the other because they know you or they don't Or you know reputationally what does it mean Um, So then then you realize That you know what yes um, It didn't happen Um, And you know thankfully also with with social media And those kind of things um, You can basically go out and say guys it's not the end of the world We are we still working on it The glitch will be sorted out soon Um but yeah, those things kind of give you some sleepless nights because you realize that you do need to kind of get out there and do your thing. But um, yeah, it's, it's, there's quite a few of those hot knocks that you need to, you know, deal with. You need to realize that setting up a company is not, it's, it's hard work. Yeah. You know, there's really hard work that go into that. But again, you can do it whatever you put your mind to. You know, it's really just to me about um, make the decision and go for it all out. And yes, all of this is kind of like steps in a, in a massive process to get where you need to be. So it really is just taking one day at a time and whatever comes your way, deal with it. I mean, don't for a minute think, you know, it's, it's typically like you take an ostrich, you know, and you think you put your head in the sand, but your eyes are still sticking out. So, sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to. Bring it. We like it. So the point is, is that um, don't think. Um, just, just manage people, manage expectations, manage, um, so just be open with that kind of thing. So don't think that, you know, by not answering something, it's going to go away. It's not going to go away. Just deal with it. So everything in life, just deal with whatever comes your way. I'm quoting you on this. You say there's a fine line between encouraging, empowering and pushing. Absolutely. Give us different iterations. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, um, pushing is for me when, when you really just don't take the no for the answer. Um, you really just need to get the yes and you'll keep pushing until you get that. Um, and encouraging is, it's, to me, that's different. You know, that's to say that it's, it's motivating. It's put your mind to something and just keep going until you get it. Um, so there, there's for me is a, it's quite a, quite a, um, there, there is a very fine line between it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to distinguish when you can push people and when you sometimes need to back down. Love that. Um, and you do just need to, and once again, you, you, you know, there's, um, 
life will teach you when to do that. Um, you know, sometimes when we far younger, we think, oh, you know, what, what does it matter? But it actually does. So you need to understand at some point, when do you back off and let somebody just do their job? Um, and other times when not, you know, and when can you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing until you actually get that answer? You know what, future CEOs, we, we love mentorship and we love people who provide mentorship. We, yeah. we love uh, places that provide mentorship. I think You Can Do is a place where you can find that mentorship. Tell us about the You Can Do Foundation. All right. So um, the You Can Do Foundation was specifically provided and we started initially out to say, how do I help everybody to get the results? Because some people don't have access to funding, those kind of things. So that's how it started. But then it grew a bit bigger than that. You know, yeah. we started. <laughs> we love growth. We love growth. Absolutely. Yeah. So then we started looking at, but there must be more to just that. You know, we looked at specifically um, when I look at all the corporate CSI or the company for with their corporate CSI, um, I realized that, you know, they look at their B scorecard, mm. but at the same time, what's going to give them what they need? Mm. So you have to kind of analyze the scorecard and say, all right, skills development is a big thing for them. And how do you get skills development? It's going to be your job shadowing. It's going to be actual uh, particular courses that we offer. Um, we then also partnered with um, Career Explorer where Lovely. for grade nine students, they basically all, uh, it's grade nine, uh, 11s and 12s as well, where you can, you go through a process where, um, it's, it's, you do like a career quiz and that will kind of lead you as to what you should be looking at. That's actually where your strengths lie. And as part of that, um, that also then gives a company that would want to invest for CSI. It gives them uh, skills development because skills development is one of the most, uh, the major components on the BE scorecard. And, um, so we also, you know, we do the typical, um, courses such as communication skills, um, telephonic skills, um, you know, the things we sometimes take for granted. Always you know? the case. So, and, and a lot of companies, and they can provide that kind of thing to somebody that's not necessarily an employee of theirs, and they'll still get the points for it. So we thought that might be worthwhile for students to look at, because a lot of kids leave school and they actually go and start and work in a company, but they really don't have the skill of how to answer that phone. And I mean, I look at my own, my own son, and, um, the, you know, telephone etiquette is not t- typically their, their top priority. You know, you, you drag everything out of them. So, so to me, it's, it's that they need to, um, they really need to, it's, it's, you know, simple little courses that they can go and do, but actually better themselves. And at the same time, when we do job shadowing, the idea is then to say, um, you know, companies, what, what about maybe taking these guys for a few day longer? Um, just, you know, see what they can do, how they can do that. All of that comes for skills development for them. Um, and, you know, I, I tend to say that it might be a bit of an irritation for the person that's being watched for the day, you know, the, the, uh, that's being job shadowed for the day because there's literally 10 or 20 kids watching you, watching what you're doing and asking mm-hmm. questions and, um, but, it's beneficial to the company and beneficial to students because they actually do find answers and whether they are actually interested in this kind of thing. So it gives them answers. So let's just draw it to a close and let's really be specific about the entrepreneurial spirit and the entrepreneurial DNA. What would be your standout principles to be successful in the day and the times and the lives that we live in? Yeah, I think um, for me, um, a golden thread through anything that you do is honesty. I think um, integrity uh, means a lot. I think, but you need to be honest to yourself as a person. You need to know what it is that you can do, um, what what will take you further and what's not going to take you further. Um, you do need to understand, you know, what is um, those few things that you need to 
um, distinguish you from the rest. So mm. you always need to make sure that you are distinguished from I somebody love else. That. I love that. So, you know, sometimes it's just a, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily come naturally to some people, no. you know. Sometimes you really have to dig deep and think about it and create it I know. yourself, you know, but at the same time always remain authentic. Absolutely. I think, you know, one of my, my uh, examples of these things is the first time I was told to go and do networking. I mean, that was so <laughs> I, not. I know, I know. <laughs> Correct. So, I still don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, exactly. So that was so not me, you know. It's, it's just definitely not me. And I remember yeah. when I actually sat down to go and do the networking that I was supposed to, we yeah. were in a restaurant and there were supposed to be two groups of us getting together in a work environment. I just didn't know the other group, although we worked in the same company. And I remember sitting down and saying to this guy, do you mind if I sit? And he said, no, no, no problem. And he was still eating. And um, so I said to him, oh, I'm so-and-so and I'm from this department. And he said, oh, okay. And I said, and you? He says, no, I'm just having lunch. And I thought, oh, gosh, you know, isn't this? <laughs> but it's, you this, know what? I know. At least you were real. I know. And people will always remember authentic people and real people, especially when yeah. y- y- you want to create a business relationship with That's that. It. Yeah. But Marilise, tell us what your future plans of you can do. What's your dream Absolutely. and your vision? My dream for you can do is that we can take this global. Amen. Oh, Hallelujah. Absolutely. So, I mean, we, I had, uh, I've done research to see, firstly, if you think about it, you know, in our country alone, in South Africa, we've got, uh, more than 800,000 students writing matric every year. And all of them are looking for some other option, you know, whether it be at a degree, whether it be at an artisan course, whatever it is, all of them are looking for something to do. Um, so that is, is very important for me to find options for, for kids. And I don't want them to think there is absolutely nothing for them. There's nothing more despondent uh, than sitting in front of a computer thinking there should be all these options, but there's zero. Um, so that is what we're trying not to do is that we, we're trying to give them everything they want to, uh, what they, what's possible out there for them. So there's no, there's never a zero answer. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is that, um, so as I said, global, definitely, we want to take it to other countries. My research showed me that there are so, so many universities and technicons and colleges in, um, and in other countries. It's amazing. Mm. I think the only thing that, you know, that, that we, we need to consider is the language barrier Mm. because there are so many different languages in other countries. And although they might have a massive uh, education system, Mm. their language might be a problem. So, but, um, yeah, we're definitely looking at taking this forward and, um, you know, making the biggest that we possibly can with this. I'm going to get fired for saying this, but punt, punt, where we can, where can we find you? Give us Twitter, give us a couple, give us websites. Absolutely. <laughs> tell, tell us where we can find you can do. Fantastic. So, um, the best thing for you to go is go to uh, the web, www.youcando.za.com. And then you can just go and have a look at uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and just search for you can do and you're going to find us. You can do the opportunity to make informed decisions about your career. You're an absolute star. Thank you so much for visiting us on Future CEOs. I hope everyone just got a taste of how to unlock your potential, how to prepare for your career, and just reach the height of your dreams and the height of your future. Absolutely. Next up on the show, we've got friend, coach, business extraordinaire in the fitness game, uh, motivator, inspirator. You, you, you can't get enough of this man. Um, listen up. Don't go away. Next up is Claude Maposa, A-Team Gym.